your, your one-stop shop for your bathroom to quantum leap. Guys, we got some shit to talk about this week. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Um, it is just Brad and myself this week. Uh, Claire's I, very upset about losing her BFF, Liz Truss. Um, you know, she hasn't been this upset since the queen died, so we just gotta <laughs> give her a minute. All of her sheroes are, 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 are losing power. <laughs> oh my god. It's just... I I just can't keep up with their politics, honestly. <laughs> it's too much. Yeah. Well, when they bring back like, Boris, like I- it'll all feel familiar again. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, that is the next step for y- for you. You know that, right? Like, <laughs> oof. oof. Um, every I mean, everything just comes r- back around. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah, yeah. Claire's Claire's dealing with that. Um, I mean, we're dealing with the U.S., so I, I can't. I'm not. Oh yeah, yeah. Everything's everything's terrible here too. It's just that yeah, this it's, current week, this moment as we're recording, they're having a particularly funny bad politics week. Absolutely. Yeah, we we Which just Claire's have very sad upset about. Politics. She's very very upset. She's so upset. Couldn't be here. That's you know. I mean, that makes sense. I I'm I get it, Claire. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, Brad and I just keep soldiering on, but that's fine. You can you can go yeah. ahead and take take one you know one day off. That's fine. Whatever. Sure. Uh, I mean, if one of our great heroes uh, uh, went down in flames, uh, you know, we'd probably have to take day off too. It's just, you know, they don't <laughs> exist. So. <laughs> All right. Well, this week we are going to cover the episode of Quantum Leap Salvation or Bust. Mm-hmm. And we will start with a 60 second summary. Oh boy. All of our names are in a device that I remembered to plug up. So it will work. Alexa, open 60 second summary. Okay, let me pick Tammy. Oh no! Tammy, please take a moment. Collect your thoughts. Think about what happened in this episode. What were people doing? What were they wearing? What were they wearing? What were they wearing? Uh, That's going to take more than a minute. I've got to be honest. (laughs) Whatever you need to discuss this episode in as much detail as possible without going over one minute or ridiculously under because then you would be a uh, a member of the House of Representatives with way too much information chunk. <laughs> yeah, <sighs> lo- all of the information. A lo- lot of questions about that, um, but whatever. Uh, and you will be going in three, two, one, go. Okay, so we've got Ben. He's leaped back in time outside of his own time line or whatever. He's leaped into the Westerns 1879 and he's a grandpa and he's a he used to be a sharpshooter and now he's got to save the town of Salvation where all the people live. <laughs> And then back at Project Quantum Leap, they're being questioned like by this representative whose breath says knows way too much information and has put everything together and she's going to shut the project down. But of course, magic comes in and saves the day because that's what he does in his cool suits. I will not discuss in this minute what Jen was wearing because how could I? Um, anyway, uh, Ben is a pacifist. He keeps saying it, so we must believe it. And then he... Uh, uh, goes ahead and saves the town in different ways and everyone lives happily ever after and he leaves the end. One minute. <laughs> I cannot talk about it. It's too much. It's too much. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yep. Guys, when we get there, let me just, Ooh. spoiler alert, Brad <laughs> says, 
sent a message <laughs> that said something about like there were fashions that were so atrocious that he didn't know what happened in that scene. I, the no, scene I, that that he saw the fashions. I, I would say. I, I will say. I would say. I, I said. Um. I have. There's a fashion spoiler that I am. I am. I do not want to disclose. Um. Yeah. But absolutely. just so you know, I couldn't pay attention to the scene when it happened. Yeah. That's all I'll say. I wouldn't say good or bad. I just. I, and I and I didn't share the the shot of the television that I, I absolutely took in the moment <laughs> and then fought everything because I, I there was nothing I wanted more than to to share. Yeah, and I mean I in my heart of hearts knew it must be Jen and it must be terrible. I just knew it. Like how? Oh God, just so evil. But when I saw it, and I started get you get glimpses glimpses mm-hmm. of it, but you don't see the whole thing till a specific scene. And when I did, folks, oh. I also have no clue what happened in that scene. <laughs> I, I, well, I was I, I was excited at first because I I thought at first, oh maybe she's wearing something cool because this seems like, a, and then oh yeah. no, yeah. oh no, yeah yeah no, it's not cool. It is not cool. <laughs> So, yeah. So we'll we'll talk about that in depth forever. But uh yeah, let's go ahead and and hit up some fun facts first. Um there was several of the anachronisms it has to do with phrases that they use. So here's some of the phrases that get used. The get the hell out of Dodge. Um, that phrase was made up on radio slash TV show Gunsmoke and made its way into popular co- culture because of that show. And so it's doubtful that anyone in 1879 would have been using it and the townspeople would not have known what it meant, especially since none of them were from Dodge City, Kansas. So that's one. Um, when preparing the trap for the gunslingers, one of the townspeople asks are we good to go? The term good to go first appeared in the 1950s used by pilots who were learning to take takeoff checklist for the new jet aircraft. The phrase was not used in the 19th century. Uh, okay, okay, goof troop, goof troop, listen. <laughs> I agree, like, that, yeah, the, the phrase wasn't in common parlance, but, like, I, <sighs> it's not, it's not uh, the fucking puzzle of the Sphinx. It's a phrase that could have happened organically. That's the that's my problem with these is like I mean the third one I'll fine I'll give it to the third one which I'll do in a second fine but good to go those are three those are just three words strung together like I just cannot that kind of shit bothers me because I'm like you can't tell me in the history of all mankind that nobody has strung those three words together yeah yeah it's just not possible no maybe if you want to just say it didn't gain popularity until a certain time Fine. Yeah, okay. It didn't become fine. a phrase, but yeah. the connection of words together makes sense without the context of the yeah. phrase. Yeah. So this one is, um, oh, this person even wrote down the time thing at around nine minutes, 30 seconds. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's very specific. Uh, So it says, in 1879, Frankie says, I busted my ass for all that I have. The idiom, bust my ass, was not coined until the middle of the 20th century. That's, I feel like, one. Okay, that's fair. I'm sure Sure. people didn't say bust my ass. Um, I mean, I I feel like there's bigger anachronisms that are like... (laughs) Like, Those were the only three anachronisms <sighs> listed. That's Brad, so dumb. would you like to? Which one do you? Well, I, stand I just out to you. I just think, and uh, and I think Chris touched on this a bit, um, in, in his in his email, which we'll talk about. It's just. 
I, you know, and not to say that there weren't, like, you know, small communities of, of, of diverse people that, you know, made their own communities, and, but the way this one particularly is set up and described is a little, I, like, it's a little liberal fantasy dreamish. Absolutely. <laughs> and I just, and I, I'm on the fence as to whether it's more offensive to fictionalize something like this to make everyone feel better or worse because it denies a harsh, terrible reality. Yeah. And I don't know. But I mean, it's a fictional TV show where people time travel. So I lean towards giving them the benefit of the doubt and say, you know what? It doesn't hurt anyone. I don't think too much, but I do think there is a little bit of damage in not in ignoring the terrible atrocities of history. Yeah, I mean, it's I I think it could have been worse, right? Yeah. So like they could have really leaned into the fact that these this town was basically made up of just different minority groups, mm-hmm. um, and just leaned into like quote unquote wokeness. Right, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. and they didn't, and they didn't really address it as such. So I was okay. Yeah. Although when you look at the group of it, I feel like it was like, here's a town of minorities, and here's all the bad white people coming in. <laughs> like, here's the big bad white guy coming in to yeah. terrorize them. So it was a little like on the nose without yeah, being that way. Yeah, and I just, way. and I just feel the fact that th- that this is this is a town that boomed and has and has a burst like that's a that's a point they make and i'm just like i you know in a community like this that had a gold boom yeah that's when that's when the white assholes would come in and destroy it and take everything and kill everyone exactly like i mean i just i can't and I, I just can't imagine that fucking uh, white assholes wouldn't have al- would have allowed that to happen. Yeah, there's no way. So, no way. I, you know, it's a little liberal fantasy-ish, and I just like I, I'm, I don't, I think, yeah, I think it's it's mostly fine, but as long as we all keep in mind that we are somewhat, you know, hiding a harsher truth of reality, and I'm I not mean, sure. Maybe he's not only leaping out of time, but he's leaping into different universes so we just don't know yet (laughs) um and then this this was part of what i had an issue with was it says a revealing mistake i don't want to i don't feel imdb that it's a revealing mistake Hmm. but this is like stuff that happens on tv all the fucking time which is the town roads seem scene is clearly from an outdoor western town set. The dirt road on the town of Salvation appears as a perfectly swept sandy road without any mud or debris. A 19th century boomtown road would actually be very dirty, muddy, and pocketed with horse manure. And also, like, they kind of talk about how this town has, like, been a little run down (laughs) since the boom, and I'm like, really? Because it looks super duper nice. (laughs) So, but is it, like, again, it's a TV show, show. it's fine. It's whatever. (laughs) That's why I didn't... I mean, yeah. Okay, you want to point something out on IMDb? I guess. But also, is it a revealing mistake? No, they're on a set. So they're going to look like they're on a fucking set. Everyone also would have been a lot dirtier. Like, yeah, I know. It's a TV show. (laughs) Yeah. And then, I mean, then all Brad and I would have to talk about how gross and dirty everyone looked. (laughs) 
Yeah. I mean, also, in 2022, all these people whose job is sitting at computers all day are, are in really great shape. Like... <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, um, should we read Chris's email after you do your piece, Brad? Uh, sure, because my piece will be very short because... Oh, uh, what well, happened on the, on the day of this very timely leap? <laughs> well, first of all, this is one of the random episodes of Quantum Leap. There's not an actual date. Yeah, it's just 1879, right? So, uh, I don't know. Here's some shit that happened in 1879. <laughs> uh, I had to go to Wikipedia for this. Um, yeah, we got some, we got, I mean, there are things happening. The U.S. Geological Survey was founded in March of that year. Oh. Uh, how about that? How about that? Um, let's see. The Anglo-Zulu War, um, the Battle of, uh, Kambula, um, British forces defeated 20,000 Zulus. Ah, uh, cool. Very cool. Of course. Love that. Love, love that monstrous empire. Hmm. Gross. Um, the Archaeological Institute of America was formed. Um, sure, they didn't ever do anything terrible. <laughs> mm. uh, um, let's see. Uh, um, hmm. oh, Sidney Fathorn Green, a priest in the Church of England, is tried and convicted for using ritualistic practices. Whoa. <laughs> Weird. I, I don't know what that means. I, we have to dip back into him for a second. Um, oh, interesting. So, uh, I mean, yeah, a lot of things are happening. Uh, the dual alliance between Germany and Austria, Hungary was formed. Um, oh, uh, oh, big time for light bulbs. Uh, Tommy Edison making that incandescent bulb. So, <laughs> big time one. for light bulbs. <laughs> Love that. Love that. Um, so let's talk about Sydney Faithhorn Green because why the fuck not? Yes, um, please. He was, uh, yeah, he was convicted. Uh, he was in prison for 20 months for lit- for liturgical pro- practices contrary to the Public Worship Regulations Act of 1874. This what? Mother, there was a public. Uh, there, here- there was an act about it. Jesus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Well, when you make your own like kooky version of Catholicism, um, you got to have some strict rules in place. Like all that shit's made up. Who the fuck cares? Yeah. Um. Listen. He uh, blah 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 blah. He was ordained as a priest. Uh, in Manchester, uh, a follower of the Oxford movement who celebrated the Eucharist in the style of Anglo-Catholicism. Aha, interesting. Well, (laughs) and uh, then there's just a long timeline of this. Weird. Uh, Yeah. So, so basically, uh, he was a Catholic who didn't Catholic the way other Catholics well, wanted Eng- him to Catholic. No, no, no. He was Church of England. That oh, the Church okay. of England, the way Catholics did. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, he performed the consecra- consecration in such a manner that the congrega- congregation could not see him break the bread or take the chalice in his hand. <laughs> this motherfucker unlawfully ceremoniously raising the chalice, unlawfully displaying a large brass cross, um, displayed the baldacchino. <laughs> he displayed a baldacchino! That is gross and offensive. <laughs> I mean, how I dare you I display saw those on the streets of Vegas, and that's the last time I saw that. <laughs> I mean, listen, when you when you make a, a, a specialty um, coffee drink for Sir Patrick Stewart, I, why aren't you going to display that? I mean, sure, maybe a church isn't the right time or place. I say it's always the time and place. So, hmm. He was also kneeling during the prayer of consecration. Um, he lighted candles 
Bowls. He was mixing wine and water, um, kneeling <laughs> during a, a prayer, um, <laughs> elevating the paten and chalice. I uh, placed alms on the cre- on the credence instead of allowing them to lie on the holy table. I mean, <sighs> I I do say uh, he should have been thrown in jail for mixing wine and water. Like uh, why? Throw What's wrong the with book you? at this motherfucker. God, he's got to be stopped. Got to be stopped. Um. Also during this year, um, the uh, um Pirates of Penzance. So. Oh. Yeah. So 1879. What a year <laughs> for light bulbs in weird Church of England rule. Breaking. <laughs> All right. Well, we do have a. Also, um, oh. movies? Nope. Uh, other TV shows? Nope. No, no, not during, <laughs> not during this time. Um, so top song in the U.S., top song in the U.K. I don't know. Probably something with a with a little, little maybe a little ragtime situation. Who the fuck knows? It's gonna be like something either patriotic or very depressing. Um, about hmm. children dying. Music <laughs> of 1879. Hold on, oh, I gotta do this Google Google search real quick. All right, okay, Wikipedia. What do we got? What do we got? Give me something. Give me something here. Yeah, we already know about pirates. Yeah, I already said that. Said that one, dummy. Um. Oh, Mulligan's Guard Ball. Oh, Mulligan's Guard Ball. Um, huge Broadway hit. Um, what then? The Mulligan's Guard's Chowder. Huh? Huh? That opened <laughs> no. in August. Oh, what's this in November? Mulligan's Guard's Christmas. <laughs> it was a great time for the Mulligan's Guards <laughs> shows. Uh so yeah get that weird mm-hmm. well there we go that's i mean thanks for listening guys i guess we're out now <laughs> oh let's not forget the, the song oh dim golden slippers oh damn i should have ta- said also songs about clothing fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah it's a minstrel song performed by for performed by blackface mummers that's so, not shocking at all so yeah. oh my golden oh my golden slippers am laid away case I don't spec to wear them till my wedding day and my <laughs> long-tailed coat that I loved so well I will wear up in the chariot in the morn oh boy always in the morn always oh, in the oh, fucking dim golden morn with slippers the oh dim golden slippers oh golden slippers I'm gwine to wear be case they look so neat Oh, dim golden slippers, oh, dim golden slippers, golden slippers, it's a gwine to wear, to walk the golden street. No. No, thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, thank you, golden slippers. Mm-hmm. All right. So we've got feedback from Chris. Uh, he does start off with Yeehaw, but that was just so that way the rest of his email would be hidden from preview, <laughs> which that's that's very polite of Chris to do. Indeed. <laughs> um, sorry about the lack of feedback. I was sleeping. Oh no, Chris, are you back yet? <laughs> are you home? Are you Ooh. are you emailing us from a leap? <laughs> Oh, I mean, I did talk to him the next day, so oh, okay, uh, okay, he, he was on Ramjack, so I think he's okay. <laughs> I says, when I first heard that the hologram in the series was going to be the Leaper's fiance, and it was posited as the ultimate long distance relationship. Oh, I don't know if I had heard that before, but that sounds terrible. Uh, I was worried it was going to be annoying and overly sentimental, but it's been working well. I was especially thrilled by them not having Addison be unreasonable about the girlfriend in the boxing episode. She clearly acted with surprise and discomfort, but a poor script would have 
would have her give Ben a load of shit about it without him knowing why or at least complain about it to the other PQL staff. And I'm genuinely thrilled that they did that they didn't. Yeah, same. We had talked about Mm -hmm. that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Also, interesting to hear Magic talk about the leap. Like he was being asked permission and decided to accept a bit like leaping is something akin to an auto dialer and you end up in in the first person who answers. It's also a good explanation for why so many leaps start off in immediately dangerous circumstances. Sorry if you've already said this in the last episode. I don't think we said it that way, but I mean, we talked about it clearly, but um, yeah, that does make sense that that's why it would end up with uh, someone in immediate danger and why they would accept that feeling. Anyway, cowboy times and a series of reactions, not a structured email. That's my favorite kind, Chris. Uh, (laughs) I like that it's only five episodes, but Ben is already catching on, knowing immediately that talk of salvation, salvation means that he's going to have to do something stupid and dangerous. I'm not sure you can keep calling yourself a pacifist when you're a prominent figure in a military-funded black op. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Especially one where the end goal is likely to be government getting handed the keys to a baby assassination machine, taking out infant Hitlers and Husseins, or, depending on the government, someone like baby Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln, yes. (laughs) Or no-noses children. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Aw, no-nos. Okay, (laughs) Uh, The ability to leap outside of one's lifetime because of turning off safety measures is completely at odds with the looped stringed concept of the time travel in the original, but Quantum Leap in either of its forms has never been the model of internal consistency. Very true. Mm -hmm. I like that in DDoS the conversation uh, they were having while trying to explain what DDoS is. I disagree, but we'll get there. <laughs> uh, we lost we lost five of the high noon bell tolls during the commercial break. <laughs> okay, I don't think I counted any of the bell tolls. Amazing. So thank you, Chris. <laughs> anyway, I'm a su- uh, just hold on, hold on. about the commercial break. Can I just say because I am still watching this live? Um, the <laughs> the the cut to commercials for this show are so wild because it, they do that thing like now like you know how commercial breaks in TV are weird now and like there's so there's like longer break commercial breaks and then there's the short commercial breaks oh there's the fast minute yeah 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 and they and they'll do quantum leap will be back in exactly one minute but and they yeah. do this they do like but they do like the the hologram like um like effect like the the breaking up <laughs> thing and I'm like yeah. this is weird. Just, yeah, I'm still not used up. to watching live TV. Very strange. Yeah, I mean, I do think like certain channels like lean into it a little harder, and this happens to be a channel that leans into it pretty hard. So, yeah. But they do the 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 fast breaks absolutely, and all the shows on that channel. Um. Oh, okay. Anyway, I'm a sucker for simplistic lefty fantasies, so I'm a <laughs> I'm big into this woke cowboy town. <laughs> There's no way that bad hombres was an accident either. Oh yeah, no, absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. not. Yeah. yeah, that was like right off the bat when he said that I was like oh boy here we go and finally yes my single prediction for the series came true this email was a bit long and I don't remember what your single prediction was so I went back to your emails and oh. I was like was it the Leaper thing or Je- uh, Janus or yeah no I think evil Leapers just evil Leapers in general got it do we know that for a fact yeah that's what I was gonna say I don't know that we know that it's evil Leapers I don't know if it is either so it could be a million different things and we probably won't know much more till next week 
but we'll we'll talk about it when we get there. Um, and speaking of which, Brad, are you ready to leap into this episode of Quantum Leap? I'm leaping. <laughs> sure. Um. All right, we got the beginning, beginning, beginning. I, I just I cannot with this beginning. By the way, I still it hurts me. Mm, it hurts yeah. me that slow clunky beginning. If it's they very- would just take out the pause, yeah, you know, I think that's that's the worst part of it. because I I do like the phrase to get back to the the place and people he called because I, I like we're saying the people, you yeah, know, because because it's you know now it's you know a full full cast we're looking at, so I'm yeah. fine with that. Yeah. But it's the pauses that no, are just it, killer. It's not, yeah, it's not the words. Yeah. It's the way the pacing is not happening. There's not... Yeah. Even the if phrasing's it was, not great, but the, pa- the the space is just unbearable. No, it's so painful. It's so painful. I am, like, shouting at the TV every week. Um. All right, so we're... This is a, a, much like the original Quantum Leap. We're starting the episode where we left off. Um... Which is fun because you know what I noticed too, like watching this in 2022 and watching it against other TV shows. I don't know if any other show, unless it's like a high drama that they maybe do this for two episodes back to back, that actually ends a show and then picks it directly back up on a consistent regular basis. And I kind of love that about Quantum Leap. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, and I would think for rewatchability, like if someone were to binge this that that's got to be fun because it was fun originally in the original series yeah Um, built-in cliffhangers like that's come on that's great yeah so um ben appears in a room in 1879 with can we talk about this teenager quote-unquote valentina Mm -hmm. (laughs) she's supposed Mm -hmm. to be 15 does she look 15 to you Mm, no no I mean, I assume she was younger, but I definitely did not peg her for yeah, 15. And I, when they yeah. said it later in the episode, I was like, what? I, yeah, I don't even think I caught that she was supposed to be 15. Yeah. Like, that is wild. <laughs> she looks like 19. Like, I could I could, I could, could say 19, 20. Like, if we're going to go young. But yeah. 15? No. Just because you throw braids on someone, little pigtail braids, does not make them 15. Oh, my. Her IMD doesn't even list her age. No. Because no, she wants she, to be able to play a child forever. <laughs> yeah, I think, like, when I was trying to Google the actress, like, the closest that I could come is, like, a couple of articles pegged her about 25. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't even know what that means. Either she's 25 or she's not. <laughs> like, I t- she's very elusive, this actress, with her age. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, 15, I get it. she is not. I get it. <laughs> you want to be able to play a child as long as possible in Hollywood. Absolutely. I mean, granted. 1879's rough time. People probably looked a lot older real quick. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so Valentina just berates him and how cold he is. And she says, uh, we get a lot of info right up front. Her father built the town um, for everyone. And the this is her grandfather who like basically left them all out to dry. Um, ben tries to go after her and he walks right into the set of an old West town. <laughs> I mean, this is the most set set I've seen in a while. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. It's pretty great. I mean, this is what we were talking about last week is like, wouldn't it be funny if it was really like Disney or something? No, I want him him to be at the Country Bear Jamboree. (laughs) Like, yeah, like, uh, Brad, I know you've never been, but like in California, there's Knott's Berry Farm. (laughs) And this is so Knott's Berry Farm to me. (laughs) 
looks mm-hmm. very much like this is what a lot of the park, at least at one point in time, looked like. Um, old timey West Town. So, um, but it, it's fun. I don't care. I don't care that it's that. I I know I'm watching TV. It's fine. Yeah. Um. So also I also uh, like. I mean the this version of the old west is. Uh, I mean the reality of the old west versus like the TV movie version of the old west. Like I, this is probably what we're more familiar with anyway. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So in present, Addison tells Magic that Ben remembered her because that happened happened at the end of the episode and she thinks it's not a mistake to encourage Ben's memories uh, which is what they've been trying to do for the last couple episodes magic yeah. agrees and figures that with Janice and their system they need to know everything Ben knew before his amnesia so they've they've gone from like we don't want Ben to like all of a sudden remember everything and then start actively working against us because he remembers everything to now it's like well we have bigger problems which is Janice being in our system and trying to figure out what we're currently doing yeah that we need Ben's help um so as she's talking to Magic, her phone rings and uh, and she tells Magic that Ian has located Ben in 1879. It's so kooky to me, like, <laughs> poor Ben is just, like, left out to dry in all these leaps for a little bit. And yeah. especially because Ziggy, like, wor- is working slow as well. So I'm, I'm wondering, and I don't know if you've thought about this, Brad, but I'm wondering if there's going to be an episode that they cannot find Ben. And yeah. he's just left for, like, almost the whole leap. I mean, there were definitely you know in the old show there was times where it took them a while to find but yeah i don't know it'll be it'll be something to see yeah i mean obviously it's pure plot convenience when that happens so uh, i'm sure it'll happen as soon as they need it to happen yeah um and i i want to say addison's hair looking great this episode her hair looks so soft um and can we talk about this horse's hair (laughs) when we go back oh (laughs) the minute we step back into oh whoa Look at emo horse. <laughs> it's like a like one eighty two horse. What's up? What's up? I'm a horse. Hey. It's just the funny. Like all three of these horses, their bangs are so long and off to the side. Yeah. <laughs> that I'm just like, this is like an emo band waiting to happen. This with these is horses. wild. <laughs> Didn't know we were gonna have some horse fashion to look at. <laughs> All right, so that's the the men riding the horses are McDonough and his gang, and they come into the town, and he tells the townspeople of of salvation that their time to accept the railroad's offer is drawing to a close. Ben sees a nearby wanted poster with McDonough's face and $10,000 reward. And um, McDonough's telling the town that if they don't accept the offer, they'll just, uh, they'll take his property. Um, When one man says that they've called the governor, McDonough shoots him dead and says that no one can help them. (laughs) I mean, they make this like the most bad guy, bad guy. Yeah. (laughs) Right away. Um, I think the costume person did a, a good uh, Western Western job. Everyone looks, I mean, TV dirty, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the guy, the, the old man that got shot, I mean, he's the most dirty. <laughs> I don't know, old drunk guy is uh, is pretty, pretty gross. Yeah, old drunk guy is pretty gross. So, yeah, everyone is. Uh, um, so I will say that the guy that um, plays the sheriff, he is in the show, and I know you haven't watched it, Brad, but the show that was the short-lived TV show of Tom Swift. Ah. So that's where we know him from, where, uh, and the actor is a trans man, and uh, in Tom Swift, he plays a gay trans man. (laughs) 
And so when we saw him in this show, Josie's like, oh, and they have a gay dude in this town as well. And then you see him with this little tiny handkerchief, like a little around his neck. And I was like, yeah, maybe. But they, they don't ever claim that he's gay, just so you know, in this, in this episode. But because we know him from the other show, we just assume. It's the same, it's the same guy he also leapt in 1879 after leaving nice. Tom Swift. Um, All right. So Valentina tells the townspeople that she's asking them to ignore McDonough and remember her father's vision. She says that Diego de la Cruz, the legendary gunslinger, arrived to help them. Ben realizes that he's Diego. (laughs) Poor Ben. And and he tries to negotiate peace with McDonough. And McDonough says that there's no negotiation and they can either get out of salvation or die. Yeah, I don't think I'd be wanting to gunsling with this guy either. Yeah. Um, I really like Valentina's jacket here, by the way. It's just a, a brown leather jacket, but it fits her really well. It's nice. Nice. Um, all right. So after McDonough and his uh, <laughs> his trio of emo horses ride out, uh, Ben tells Valentina that he wants to help, but he's not the man he used to be. And Valentina's all pissed at him and she walks off. And then Addison is there to greet Ben. And Ben is like the happiest to see her for all the reasons. It's very adorable. I mean, the thing is, like, this isn't a problem that can be fixed with the shootout. Because it's not just three random guys they've got to work. There's a company that wants to buy this town. Yeah. So, like... I don't know why everyone's like, oh, well, you just gotta, you, you need to fight them. Like, no, you're you're gonna have to keep fighting them. It's not three, like most Western stories like this, it's like the three outlaws come into town and want something and like you have to take them out because they're the unlawful ones. This is a corporation. Like you, you, like you can't fight corporate. Capitalism is, is an amoeba. You can't just like kill three people and you win. Well, and I also think that they shouldn't be taking advice from the 50 15 year old so yeah yeah because she's the one that says it she's the one that starts this whole thing of like we're gonna fight these guys these three guys and my grandfather's here to kill them yeah you can't expect grandpa to somehow fight off three people at once yeah um because he's that good at, at shooting yeah. And then keep doing that every time the company sends a new person. So, I mean, obviously the solution they have here actually works because it's about money. And that's how you do this. But, yeah, I don't know what I don't know what the plan was. <laughs> I mean, clearly in the, the original timeline, none of the plan worked anyway. <laughs> none yeah. of it worked. So, um, let's see. Oh, and then, of course, Addison, when she's talking to Ben, apologizes for not telling him sooner that it was her the whole time, that it, she was his fiance. But, you know, I, I don't know if she needed to apologize because they had already talked about, like, all of his memories, that he, even he was okay with not trying to dig deep into them because he also knew, like, well, what if I'm working yeah. against you guys? Like, I get it. Exactly. Um, but Addison has a little guilt, so she goes and says it. She checks the data and confirms that Diego was a gunfighter and re- retired to San Francisco after his wife died and his son Margo was Salvation's mayor but died. Valentina sent a letter to Diego to ask for help and he came. Which I thought was interesting once we like start seeing the dynamics between Diego or Ben, Valentina and like the dad and the town and all that. I'm like I'm shocked he even showed up to be honest. (laughs) Like that Diego would have made it all the way back to Salvation. Well I they they said that um you know his wife had 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 died recently. Yeah. So, and I thought they were going to do more with that, 
Because also another thing that's happening in this episode, and I, I think it may be because of, you know, other Leaper, but like a lot of people are seeing him talk to thin air. Absolutely, yeah. Like, like he's not cloaking as well, and people are noticing, and I thought it was going to be like a, oh, the old man's talking to his dead wife. Like, and they could have, <laughs> you know, done something with that. And it would actually make sense for this one. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Aww. they don't really do that. Um, Al- um, Addison is also looking chill in a very, like, kind of, you know, buttoned down, a little slouch to the shirt, but nice, and mm-hmm. jeans, tucked into the jeans. Yeah, she's wearing, she's got jeans and boots, because she's trying to be in a cowboy theme. <laughs> Um, and this is the first time we hear that you're going to hear like Ben say like 50 times in this episode that he's a pacifist. (laughs) (laughs) By the end of the episode, I was like, I get it, Ben, you're a pacifist. I get it. Um, I mean, you should be a pacifist just on the fact that you don't want to fuck up the timeline. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. He says that being asked to kill someone feels so wrong. And Addison, um, this whole time, is having trouble, like, accessing the database. And she says that she's going to go back to talk to the team and um, see what information they can rustle up. Now, I don't know if this is the point, but at some point she tells uh, Ben that this whole cowboy look is really working for her. She she enjoys mm-hmm. that. Um, and Claire, uh, in her grief, obviously over Mm -hmm. her over everything going on in Europe Uh, in her grief she did message us and also said that Ben being dressed as a cowboy is also working for her (laughs) I'm not really someone who's into the cowboy look so not quite working for me but that's fine yeah you know it (laughs) it's it's fine it's whatever but cowboy boots are not my thing ever at all um what do you think about 1879 chokers (laughs) no I I, no no (laughs) Oh, well, thank you. Everything else this lady is wearing is great. And then I saw the choker and I was like, oh, no. Mm-mm. But the little hat, the jacket, dress thing, everything is great on her. Yeah, that's fun. Um, So, yeah, because this is the saloon owner and the bartender introduces herself as Frankie and that she was close to Marco. And she says that um, she's been looking for looking after Valentina like that was her own daughter. And Ben thanks her. A saloon gir- girl like ends up like smiling at Ben, who says that he's recently engaged. Is what he's saying. <laughs> I mean, I guess <laughs> he's from out of town, so I guess they might not know. Yeah. Um, hmm. <laughs> also, this is when he uh, asked for water. I think. Oh no, that might. Yeah. Is this is the same yeah, scene? Yeah. Okay. Oh, there's also the guns. That's that's what it is in this scene part. This part of the scene, um, too, where the it ends with the guns. But anyway, he asks for water and instead uh, is given whiskey. And he's like, oh, he's like, no, no, just water. And of course, the water is like gross and disgusting. And he, she's like, yeah, this is why people choose the whiskey. Um, and this is also when we find out that Valentina is 15. <laughs> yeah, I mm, wild, wild. Yeah. So also, so she, so she, she, she hasn't, she hasn't seen her grandfather since she was very young, but she does remember him. So I mean, I think like that means it's been 10 years. Like I, I, I mean, how you're really gonna remember somebody before you're three or four? I like, yeah. So it's been yeah maybe eleven years ago. Yeah. So and her father founded a town that boomed and has busted <laughs> within that time. The highs and lows of life, Brad. <laughs> yeah, because it says uh, Frankie says that the nearby uh, gold vein had dried up, and Ben wonders why they're staying, and Frankie says that salvation was built for outsiders like her and she has a saloon from the bank uh when most women in the era couldn't or i'm sure she didn't say the era but you know (laughs) 
That'd be amazing. <laughs> then it really became the, the writer's dream at that point. Uh, Frankie gives Ben the two revolvers that Marco asked her to keep them safe. And Ben says that violence only begets more violence. He's really, again, playing the, up this pacifist idea. But I'm with... I, I am with Chris for so many reasons. One, yeah, he's working for the government now. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah. two, has he met his fiance? That lo- yeah. look, I love Addison, but also that lady's ready to kill everybody at any point in time. She doesn't give yeah, a fuck. Exactly. <laughs> so, and it comes up definitely this episode. Yeah, I'm glad she's not time traveling. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. She all like you can't just start killing people in time. <laughs> like that's gonna fuck shit up. Yep. Especially the further back you go. Yeah. Like, honestly, like, going back this far, I you should be going out of your way not to change anything. Like, this is, I think this is too big of a chain for Quantum Leap to be doing, especially this far back. To, like, cha- to have an entire town be different, like, that's, that's a big effect. Yeah, because what happened to the railroad? Like, yeah, they like, would have had they, to build the railroad in a different way? Like, I don't understand. Like, Yeah, you're completely changing the geography and populations of California for 150 years plus. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a lot of change that's going to happen. Like, everything should be different now. Like, I... Yeah. Like, I am DB fools. You want to talk about... <laughs> things in an episode that's going wrong like that's that's kind of like to chris's point with the original quantum leap it's like that's why part of why he had to leap only in his own timeline because it like he yet one it could screw up everything else but two what didn't it have something to do with like yeah because like, cause the, because the the dummies like had heard the phrase string theory yeah that's and it decided, that was a string theory thing, imagine yeah. a piece of string and it's the beginning of your life and the end of your life but what if yeah. you could tie a knot which made no sense but you know whatever like i people knew less shit so it was fine and it's a tv show but i like i mean like the like the further you can go back in time the more like by but just by breathing like yep. if you go back in time you are changing things and changing things into the far future like everything affects everything that's what butterfly effect is like it's it's literally everything changes everything and the further back you're going the bigger the changes to our present which is going to affect everything it's just i don't yeah and it's different when it's like one life and yeah that would that potentially could could change huge you know have huge Mm -hmm. impacts but we're we're staying within the guidelines of the show and it's only affecting that one person's life and their timeline and whatever but like this is a whole town yeah (laughs) i mean honestly what i would like to see is like uh people like in the far future um like time traveling back to stop these fucking time travelers because they keep changing fucking time yeah it's like, hey, you fucking destroyed my reality. Yeah, there's um, there's a show on, I think it's on Amazon Prime called Paper Girls, and that's kind of what it is. These paper girls end up not th- through anything of them them their own, but they end up traveling through time, and then there is this like group of people that have to go back and take those fools out because, and of course, it's children, so you're not trying to like be on their side, but they're <laughs> they're trying to take out these kids because they're screwing up the timeline. They're screwing up what happened. Um, so yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, in the present, Addison tells Ian to give her everything he has on the Old West. Apparently, she can't just Google it. <laughs> it's 
great. Um, I feel like Ian's outfit's kind of bland this week. Yeah. Uh, well, we're doing a lot of necklaces, I think, to make yeah, up for it. Yeah. That's fine. It's a, it's an okay look. It's mm-hmm. okay. It's not a- offensive, which uh, we can't say about other people's looks. So, um, yeah. and while that's happening, um, <laughs> Congress is showing up. <laughs> I, uh, Congresswoman Kavita Adani is there, and Jen has to run over and tell Ian and Addison uh, that she showed up, showed up because she has clearance. Brad, go. Okay, a couple of. Well, first I want to say when Jen rolled over, I was like, uh, I don't. What's what's this like weird like strap suspender yeah, situation? Which Just, I, I was like, I was okay this with is gonna that. Be cool. Yeah, I was like, this may be a, this may be Jen's best outfit. I'm so glad. I can't wait to see the pants situation because we know Jen goes crazy with pants and shoes. So I was like, I, we gotta see that first. For but I. I think this may be a good one for her. Oh boy. Yeah. Because <laughs> that blue looks great on her. I love that color. Absolutely. On her. Absolutely. And I thought, oh, we got like a cool, like little strappy, yeah. like suspender thing going on. That's cool. Her hair looks great. I mean, a little did we know. Little did we know that we're, um, we're going to be confronted with our lives are handed to us like back. Like, I might murder you with this outfit. <laughs> oh my God. Like, uh, uh, yeah, but yes. So yeah, this random uh, congressperson has shown up. I listen. I I understand that there are there are you know members of the House and Senate that are on varying committees. Unless you're Marjorie Taylor Greene and you're not allowed to be on committees because <laughs> you're such a fucking lunatic, you are not allowed to be on committees. I I I think to know about Project Quantum Leap, it's got to be so like you you they're not going. If this was a real thing, there is no way they would let a fucking member of the House of Representatives be aware of it on any committee. Not a chance. Like, you're gonna, if you, if they'd said, and because last week, or at least what we read, the description said senator. And I was like, okay, maybe a senator knows. Maybe in like an old senator that's really in the know. But like a young member of the house, not a fucking chance. They're not gonna let AOC like <laughs> know about Project Quantum Leap. They're not gonna let Marjorie Taylor Greene know about Quantum Leap. Except Marjorie Taylor Greene is going to say she knows about Quantum Leap and oh, they're yeah. coming after us. Well, that's cause the Jews did it with their space lasers. <laughs> Like, Madison Cawthorn doesn't get to know about Project Quantum Leap. (laughs) Like, this is ridiculous. Like, there is, like, there is no way a fucking member of the House is on the committee that gets to know about Quantum Leap. It cannot happen. Honestly, I don't think, I don't think senators would know. I don't don't think think the president would know. I think this would be, like, full up, like, secret fucking shit. Yeah, this is, this is super government agencies, not... Not, yeah. not elected officials. Yeah, I think that's where I draw the line. Is like I don't think an elected official needs to know anything about Project Quantum Leap. No, no, because they could be elected out the next, yeah. you know, next go round, and it's like, well, then that random person now knows about Project Quantum Leap. Absolutely, you can't let fucking like randos like have that information. You can't let fucking Madison Cawthorn, like Ugh. who has like been thrown out of the Republican Party, like. Just just have that information. And also then you get people like this who, I mean, they they make her come in and basically shut down the project. Yeah. Which is crazy also. All right. Uh, yeah. And so not only does she know about the project, but she, like, she's wor- she knows that, that Ben has leaked. She's figured that out. We find out by the end of the episode. Yeah. So Magic says, um, or just goes and asks her, like, why she's there. And she says that she thought she checked the project out for herself. So she's never even been there. So we're, we're to believe a representative 
who is so ultra involved with the project has never even been to the project. Like, I'm sorry, you, you're a fucking house member. You find out there's a top secret time travel project. Didn't have time to get to that one. What were you doing? Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, but like time travel project, like successful time travel project, by the way, not just like, you know, MK Ultra shit. Like, yeah, we're going to um, drug a lot of people and try to mind control them. No, no, no. This is like a, a successful, we've successfully traveled in time before. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And uh, so, and she has contacts at the Pentagon that says there's been power spikes. Who the fuck are these people at the Pentagon also telling this rando about fucking power spikes? Anyway. Yeah. Uh, Magic says that they're just random surges. (laughs) Magic is like so smooth about everything too, though, when he talks to her. Yeah. He's so funny. Um, And they're just random surges and uh, Kavita asks to talk to Ben (laughs) right away. And and uh, Magic tells her that Ben's away on personal matters and he doesn't know uh, when he'll be back. So, And then Kavita says, well, I want to talk to a member of each of the members of the team separately. Dun, dun, dun. <coughs> like, bitch, no, get out of here. Yeah. Also, I don't know. I mean, granted. Okay, fine. Let, let's say in this universe, <laughs> members, this congresswoman or whatever she is, or senator or whatever she is. <laughs> no, she's a member of the house. A member of the house. Has gone ahead. She's on some committee they know about project quantum leap she hasn't taken the time to come before she's now here because she has special clearance to be there would she be able to like tell them like i need to talk to all of your people separately like would she be able to come in and do that if she's not in charge of that project if she's just on the com- the committee for i it? mean the thing is like she's threatening you know that she she's on the committee that approves their budget so she could just get it shut down oh okay and you know obviously they've got something to hide so yeah. they can't fuck around with that i yeah but in reality like this is like this is controlled by the fucking military. Yeah, so like, absolutely. like they can fuck shit up. Like you, like and yeah, and fucking you know, politicians are scared of them. So. Yeah. <laughs> With good reason. Um, yeah. But let's be yeah, clear. I, I don't like our military, but I'm absolutely concerned about our military. And yeah. I would be freaked out about that. So Yeah, because it's yeah, it's a group of people whose job is murdering people. Yep. yep. So, yeah. Um, so Magic is not excited about this. <laughs> yeah. um, this actress also, she's got harsh bangs, but also not. And it's really thrown me off. It's like, what what is happening with her bang situation? It's not yeah. good. No. It, yeah. It's not, yeah. Hair and makeup should have, like, yeah. done some corrections here. Yeah. Um, Addison goes back to 1879 and tells Ben that Diego died in 1886 of liver failure. Ben wonders if his mission is to keep Diego and Valentina alive, and Addison explains that when Diego and Valentina left, McDonough drove the townspeople out and the railroad took over Salvation. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, I don't... <laughs> It's very bizarre. Addison says that there's a reward out for McDonough and his men, and they could use a reward to pay off the railroad. Which the... I mean, I guess it's 1879. $10,000, I guess, would make the railroad people be like, uh, I guess we'll build around your town. I don't know. Yeah. Are they yeah, just gonna I mean, build through another town? Like, <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, there's still there's still land. It's the West, yeah. you know? There's still, but, you know, and they're like, oh, we can take this place. Yeah. I, yeah, there's a lot of the specifics that, hmm, whatever. Also, like, I, and I, I think probably just because Legends of Tomorrow just did this, yeah. but, like, can we stop with, like, Wild West towns, like, called Salvation and it being a metaphor, and 
I just feel like it's been done yeah. a bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to watch Legends of Tomorrow and this, I think, at the same time. I mean, not that we have to because that show's over now, but no. um, I don't know about watching multiple time travel shows at the same time. Yeah, uh, that, would be, that would be a lot. That would be a lot. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, Wasn't that a woke town too or something? I believe so. But every... Yeah. Look, I love Legends of Tomorrow, but yeah. everything they did was woke, so... It, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't yeah, yeah. as bad as what you, you've shared about uh, Supergirl or whatever, but... Oh, yeah, no, no. Super, Supergirl. Supergirl. Boss girl, sorry, I apologize. Yeah, su- yeah Supergirl boss was uh, that was offensive, liberal cringe, particularly like it was very, very bad. Yeah, hilariously bad, but very bad. Like it was, it was pantsuit nation shit. It was wow, bad. wow, bad, wow, bad, oh, wow. bad, 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 bad. Yeah, that's pretty bad. <laughs> um, so the deputies go riding out, and McDonough says that he just paid them off. And he asks Ben what his price is, and Ben refuses. And McDonough gives um, him a gun, and Belton tells him to fight or die. Which I feel like is very aggressive. <laughs> Um, and uh, Addison tells Ben that Ziggy has calculated an 87% chance that Ben will have to duel McDonough to save Salvation. Um, and that's not going to happen because Ben is terrible with a gun because he no. is a what? A pacifist. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he all. I do like that they have Ben not just because he's he's a a pacifist. God, I'm now sounding like Ben. Um, but because like he is in these leaps, and we talked about it recently about like him really living these people's lives. Mm-hmm. That I like that he really just has a feeling like I don't think that this is what I'm here to do, or I don't think that this is the way I'm supposed to handle this. Um, yeah. Other than like this gut instinct and I really like that because I think that that's what makes the leaper the leaper like yeah. and I think that's why it's good Ben is the leaper and not Addison whose only sole purpose in life apparently is a killing machine so yeah, well she was in the military exactly. so of course exactly. she follows orders and like yeah there were tons of times in the old show where like Sam's yeah. like yeah I don't think Ziggy's right about yeah. this one and I love it I love it and I I don't I don't need them to even like have like this logical reason of why other than it doesn't feel right it just doesn't yeah. feel like this is how it's supposed to go and i love it and they don't have to explain it and that's great no yeah um and so he's trying to find the non-violent solution and addison is like well that's where we always disagree it's like oh my god how many fucking Yikes. fights did you have about this <laughs> yeah. this was a yeah. this was a real not great addison scene <laughs> fyi no <laughs> It's like, oh, like these, I, and I, I will talk about it more, but I, I, I got some, I got some thoughts about Addison as, as, yeah. but yeah, I feel like there is, there's a darkness. <laughs> Uh, she admits uh, that Ben has never used a gun and Addison asks uh, him to try and just shoot one of the cans. Like, she really acts like, oh, well, you should just be able to do this, even though Ben has never done it, but you're, like, in the body of a killer, so, like... (laughs) And he's like, no, like, also, this guy's old. Like, his muscle memory would not be the same. (laughs) Um, And (laughs) Ben is so terrible at it that he somehow shoots himself. It like the bullet ricochets off and it hits himself. I'm like, yeah, that would be me. That's why I would never have a gun. Yeah. This is yeah. absolutely what would happen to me. 
<laughs> yeah. And I do like, you can, you can, like, he, he doesn't actually say it, but you really couldn't get away with, listen, I'm old, my eyes aren't as good. Like, yeah. It's not that I'm just rusty. Like, I can't see as well. Like, that, as an old, you could get away with that as your excuse as an old man. Yeah. Um. Again, this is an episode where he's not cloaking as well as he should be. No. Um, so when do you have things about Addison? I'm interested. <laughs> I, I, well, I'll save it, save it for the end. Save okay. It for the end. All right. Um, so, uh, let's see. Oh, and then they also have this thing about what their first date was like, like how they met in their first date, and it's this whole thing about them going out for Chinese food, and they've been inseparable ever since, and I'm like, did she just fucking move into his place? Because that's what it sounded like to me. Yeah, well, yeah, because she's like, yeah, and then we went back to your place, and I never left. Yeah, and I was like, that's a creep move. Whoa. Whoa. (laughs) And Ben admits he does not remember any of that. (laughs) Yeah. Well, like, she, I mean, she also says, like, you know, we had been seeing, we had seen other people and we just never been, you know. Yeah. Like, it had just never worked out. So it seems like there was some interest there and it was just like a, a long, a long simmering Jim and Pam situation. <laughs> and then they both looked at camera. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so, oh, oh, then we have this next scene where Addison meets uh, with Kavita, uh, who asks her how things are going, and Addison just keeps answering, yes ma'am, no ma'am, and just lets her go, because, I mean, mm-hmm. she's not gonna get anything out of her. Which, honestly, mm-hmm. all of them kind of just should have responded that yeah. way. Yeah. Don't trust this fool. Yeah, and uh, also the fact that this fucking congressman was like, wow, so you're gonna be the first uh, woman uh, uh, time traveler. That's 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 really great. It's like, how, so, like, I mean, she knows every detail yep. of this project. Every single detail. And yeah, she uh, hasn't made it down there before. I'm sorry, it's a time, what else, what else is going on in this universe? <laughs> what other, like, secret projects are going on that, that take up your time? <laughs> Ugh. Well, there's the the cabal I hear is big. <laughs> <laughs> At least according to Marjorie Taylor Greene. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We guys spent we spent a lot of time, you know, e- eating eating uh, uh, children with walnut sauce. I mean, uh, eating pizza with walnut sauce. And uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I just, I it's it's a lot. It's a lot, guys. Ugh. Ugh. Okay. Um. So back in 1879, Henry uh, is trying to help Ben, and this is when he shoots himself, I believe. Um. And again, we're getting this uh this whole backstory of another person who's come to salvation and all that stuff. So Henry takes Ben to the doctor, Ming, and Ben realizes that he can speak Cantonese. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah. That's just such a fun little thing and like that I love when Ben discovers things that he can or cannot do. Yeah, that's great. Um and his father is uh Wei is deaf from an explosion on the railroad he was working and Ben thanks Ming for the wonton soup. And um and then while they're like just chilling, there's an explosion in the forge and Ben and Ming go to investigate and there's a huge fire and the townspeople have gathered to uh to put it out in the saddest, like old timey way possible. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what else are they gonna do? But you know, just Yeah. Bucket brigade it. Yep. All eight people that live in this town. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then, you know, you've got McDonough back there lighting up his cigarette. <laughs> Just in case you didn't know who set the fire. I love it so much. <laughs> it is great. It's wonderful. Because I just am like, I would love if like someone called him out on it as he's lighting his cigarette. And he's like, what? I didn't do it. <laughs> like, just deny, deny, deny. 
Um, and once the townspeople put out the fire, the blacksmith says that someone threw a stick of dynamite in and his shop is destroyed. Valentina tells him that he'll rebuild and they'll all help and everyone in the town will stick together, uh, even as some of the townspeople are leaving. <laughs> yeah. And um, Valentina turns to Ben and, uh, you know, she's still like, we gotta fight these guys. And Ben's like, there's gotta be a better way. <laughs> yeah. Again, it's like, you're listening to a 15-year-old, guys. Let's, yeah. It doesn't make sense because it's from a 15-year-old. Yeah. It's not just three guys. No. It's a company. It's a company that hired three guys. Yeah. It's a company that hired three guys uh, because there was a bounty on their head and it was cheaper. Like, they're doing capitalism to the point of they're hiring people that they could turn in for money when this is all said and done, probably because it's cheaper. Yeah. Like, hey, we won't turn you in. Yeah. Uh, but you get these people out of this town. Like, like it, it's pure capitalism that is destroying this town. Fighting, killing these three people isn't gonna do it. Like, we're just, like, moving fucking uh, uh, chairs around on the decks of the Titanic Yeah, right and now. I wish that Ben would actually say that's why. I mean, I, yeah. I get it. Like, I'm okay with them saying it's a feeling, but at some point, like, even if Ben just doesn't realize that's the reason, if, like, Ben came to that conclusion, that would make me happy. Yeah. Um... So Kavita is talking to Jen and we still don't at this point mm-hmm. really see the whole look. See, she's got white pants on, which I'm mm-hmm. like, well, yeah, okay. I was, I, at this point I was like, oh, I wonder if there's those terrible white pants again. Oh, no, 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 no. But I still had hope. I still had hope. I was like, I gotta see those pants, see the shoe situation, see what we're dealing with. Guys, those terrible white pants would have been better than what we get in this Oh, episode. so much better. <laughs> um, we also find out a little bit about Jen. <laughs> Yeah. She was a former hacker that stole Bitcoin. <laughs> Great hero, champion. <laughs> and Magic recruited her from prison. So Jen was in prison. <laughs> Maybe that's why she has bad taste. She hasn't been out in a while. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, she was in hacker prison. So, oh, that's uh, like, true. You know. That's true. Hack the planet. <laughs> what if she had a shirt that just said hack the planet? <laughs> that would be great. I mean, like if Jin just took all of her fashion cues from the movie Hackers, she would be doing much better Absolutely. for herself. Absolutely. Which is really, that's saying a lot, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Um, Kavita says that Jen is duty bound to tell her any secret she knew, which that's, what is she talking about? Um, and that she, uh, Jen says that she only has written day-to-day clearance and Kavita admits that she doesn't and Jen tells her that as a former felon she's by the book now and they have nothing further to talk about. (laughs) I love that Jen stands up to her like I'm not fucking telling you anything whatever get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Jen Jen's great. I love Jen. I except her clothes. Yeah that's the oh god I have so so many issues but her as a character the more we learn about her the more I love her. Yeah. (laughs) Like this whole hacker thing I'm like oh she's great i love jen yeah and that's why she's in charge of cybersecurity. love it (laughs) absolutely jen's jen's great um so (laughs) i trust jen completely except with fashion yeah yeah we need to take our girl to the mall or something i don't know um i love that addison goes back back and finds ben like just drinking in a saloon. It's great. Uh, and he says that the town deserves to be saved, but he can't do it. Um, and he can't be who Addison wants him to be. And the fact that he can't remember his past still frustrates him, and he wonders why he would have done it. Like, he's still trying to figure out, like, why he even would have leaped. Um, <laughs> Addison has to tell him to stop drinking and focus on the leap. <laughs> 
he's really having a pity party of a time. <laughs> Um, and Ben says that he can't shoot anyone and he goes to get Valentina and leave and he figures he can at least save Valentina. But when he goes to find her, she and the gun guns are gone. And um, so he goes around asking where Valentina is and McDonough and his men come up uh, with Valentina as a prisoner. And McDonough says that she's going to he was going to kill her because she was going to kill him. I mean, I'm hoping she didn't hurt any of the emo horses, to be honest. <laughs> Oh, true, true. I need the emo har- horses to have, like, a band name. <laughs> so great. Um, so to get Valentina back, Ben says, fine, fine, I'll fight you. Which I was just like, it's not gonna... You're not... Now you're gonna lose the town of Salvation and Valentina. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so, of course, it's gonna be a high noon type thing. We'll see high noon at the, ne- the next day. I mean, honestly, though, like, yeah, in this is a situation, yes, to get her back, yeah, you have to fight them. But, like, now you just get the whole town, and you all do sharpshooters, and you take them out. Fine. Yeah. Like, now it makes sense. Yeah. Um. So Addison ends up being there as well, and then Henry tells them that Ben is going to, like, he starts telling the whole town about uh, Ben gonna fight McDonough, and everyone is super excited because they follow the advice of a 15-year-old. Because everyone in this town is a dummy. <laughs> like, that's... <laughs> That's probably why this town boomed and sank so fast, because they followed the advice of a 15-year-old. <laughs> yeah. 15-year-old was like, hey, this town's going to have gold forever. <laughs> um, so Addison's like, like, hey, you're not alone. Ming is a chemist and his father has and is an explosives expert. And uh, Frankie has thousands of gallons of whiskey. So she's already like, hey, you know, it's not just on you. Let's have this whole town fight because I like war. (laughs) Yeah. Seriously. Listen, I think, listen, you've got the knowledge. You can make an atomic bomb. (laughs) What? (laughs) We got to fight them over there before they fight us here. No, no, no. Wait, hold on. What was the atomic bomb? Sorry, sorry. That was just a a thought I keep in the back of my head. Never mind. Never mind. Um, so Ben is like really trying to think outside of this war box that Addison has him in. Mm-hmm. And he says that if they instead um, capture McDonough, they'll collect $10,000 reward and that will be able to be enough to pay off the railroad. And uh, Frankie wonders how they're going to do that. And Ben says that he has a plan. And I think I think this was like one... I don't know, maybe Frankie or something had asked him like, oh, what would you do in San Francisco? Like, what would San Francisco do about it? And he's like, oh, I don't, I don't know. And he says, oh, throw money at it. And I really thought that's when he, he would connect the whole thing. Like, oh yeah, capitalism. And that's kind of where he goes. Yeah. Well, no, that was way way early on. I think that was like in the, the, like the first scene, like at the bar. Is it? Um, Yeah. It's like early on when he, when he See, he then he really should have thought that plan through real early. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so now, now Kavita is with Ian and uh, asking about the firewalls and Ziggy and all of this. So do you want to talk about this scene? Because Well, first I want to talk about why we got uh, gold and silver necklaces. Yeah, like, it's a mix pick and one. match. Yeah. Pick one. Also, don't pick either of these because they're terrible. Yeah, both look cheap and one's practically a choker. Yeah, exactly. So it's like on like the verge. It. It's like just below choker level. It's yeah. Yeah. Just there. Absolutely. But yeah, like, and I understand. I uh, 
I mean, I don't know. I feel we're at a point where I think people have heard of DDoS before. I understand the TV show is for everyone, but like nothing he says sounds like it's being particularly obtuse. Yeah. It sounds very simple and like a statement a person would say. Like there, there is no obfuscation in this statement. I know that's how they play it, but this is a perfectly normal statement that makes sense. And as someone who's on the committee of Project Quantum Leap, enough that she knows the day-to-day activity of everything happening, I feel yeah. like this would be something she should at least I mean, understand. Uh, uh, yeah, our our politicians are generally terribly informed on technological issues. I get that. I mean, we had we had people asking like if Facebook could like uh, when they when when they were um, when they've had Facebook in like the questions they ask are insane. Like, like really about insane Finsta shit. and we should shut down Finsta. Yeah, absolutely. Like <laughs> that's my favorite know shit. thing. <laughs> God, that's so fucking dumb. Like the, these dummies aren't well informed, and I get that. But this person is young and informed, and what Ian says is not obscuring information. Like, they they make it seem like it's supposed to, but it's not. It's like the people writing this don't know anything about tech, so they asked a tech person, well, what's kind of, like, a, a thing that they could say that would make sense, but would be if you wanted to kind of cloak it out? But it's, there's nothing, this is, I don't know, I feel like... I don't I work in IT, so maybe I'm a bad person to be safe, but I'm like, there is nothing in that statement that I even thought was trying to obscure things. And you could. You could absolutely obscure things with a lot of techno-nonsense. Yeah. But that's not what's happening here. And honestly, like, and maybe it's the way the actor plays it, but Ian even... I don't think Ian was trying to co- overcomplicate or, you know, think that this was going to pull one over on her or anything like that. I really think that is the way Ian talks. Like, I just, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't even know how you would explain it any other way. Yeah, I don't, they just like, made it sound like she made it sound like Ian was purposely, like, being obtuse in the conversation. And I'm like, yeah. I, and his, their, their reaction to it was the same reaction I had, which was, I don't think they are. Like, no. And, and it, the actor portrays it that way, I think. I think the look on Ian's face also kind of reads like, not really. So, I don't know. I don't know what they're trying yeah. to do. Because, like, the question was, like, well, what about these power surges? Yeah. And yeah. they say, oh, well, you know, we, we have a high level of security and we treat any power surge like it was a DDoS yeah. attack, which is... Makes yeah. sense, yeah. You're on a, yeah, you're on a top secret time travel project. Yeah, you would treat even the slightest power variation as though it's something serious because if someone is trying to hack your time travel project, you need to know. Yeah. Um, all right. So before we talk about the next scene, let me explain what happened in the next scene because I did not know what happened because of what we're about to witness. <laughs> Boy. So let's let me just say what happens in the next scene and then we can talk about with okay. the <laughs> Pratt and I's personal reaction. Uh, great, so it says, great, okay. So Jen is talking to Magic and says that um uh, Jen is saying that Kavita is starting to work out that Ben leaped and uh, Jen gives magic information on Kavita. She doesn't want to get out so he can blackmail her into dropping her investigation. Magic hoped it wouldn't come to that and Jen asks him for how he is, how far is he willing to go for to save the project? Because, which is good information to know because I did not know how magic had that info <laughs> about Kavita. 
Vita, but it's all in this scene, apparently. Yeah. Um, yeah. I did not know that because I literally just blacked out during this scene. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, I had, to re- I, I had to rewatch it when I when I downloaded it the next day just to like see. Okay. I think because I thought that's what happened, but I was like, I couldn't pay attention. And why could we not pay attention? Jin's pants. They are the kookiest fucking things I have ever seen in my life. First of all, first of all, the the susp- what we thought was the suspender situation then goes down into a belt. So this is like a harness yes, she's wearing exactly. for the pants. So she's she's wearing a harness that is she's connected to literally these pants. wearing a clown suit. <laughs> It is a literal clown suit with the suspenders that holds on to a big loop of pants around your body. I mean, I... (laughs) Josie's... She goes, oh, you don't wear pants where you can put things in the front of like a kangaroo pouch. (laughs) I mean... And like, let's talk about these these buttons for these flaps. So I assume there's giant fucking pockets on the front. I think that's what this has got to be. Yeah, they're like they are clown pants. It's <laughs> ridiculous. Like, I mean, this is like I, I don't even understand this. <laughs> I'm at thirty two forty two. Just pause. I cannot mm-hmm. work out what is happening with these pants. I cannot work it out. No. And okay, and it was worse for me because I had the I had the uh, captions on. So at first it was just like I was like, wait, 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 what's under that caption? And so <laughs> and then I was like, pause. I was like, oh fuck, I'm watching live TV. I can't pause it. So I'm just trying to see around the caption, and I'm like, I, what the hell are these pants? And then we finally got got to see a shot, and I was like, oh my god, this is insane. Cause like. The top of the pant is flapped over, mm-hmm. but it's not even like flapped over evenly. Which yeah, like so well, is, is that a manual flap over? Like that's not like, how it's to made. Me, to me, it looks like it's like a belt. Like like the the top of the pants is like flipped over, and then it comes together as a belt. Like maybe there's like Velcro or something. Oh my that, like, god! That like connects that. I just, I can't even, it's so fucking psychotic. Like, okay, but- is something wrong? Like, and this is serious talk. I can't help, I can't help mm-hmm. but laugh at my serious talk. Is something wrong with the bottom half of this actress that they keep putting her in these crazy fucking pants? <laughs> I mean, Like, I, what like- are they trying to hide from us? <laughs> I don't want to get cute not on this, but is there something, a weapon of mass destruction in those pants? Like, I I don't understand. I don't understand. Like, (laughs) why can't Jen have normal pants? Once. I just... And it's like just, who would have thought that when we started this, who would have thought that she would be the most Calavici of Calavicis in wacky outfits? And again, it just it makes me so mad. This actress is I I love her character. I think mm-hmm. she's doing a great job, like as mm-hmm. as an actress portraying this character. She's very attractive, and then mm-hmm. they put her in this shit again. Yeah. I go back to being like she pissed off the wardrobe department hardcore she must have there's no other reason are they love her and they're like wait we're gonna give you some really fun weird outfits oh god because they know that she's gonna be on the long haul where some characters may not make it through this show i need answers <laughs> i need answers I just- 
I, yeah. So insane. It's, it's so, and like also, <laughs> also, like the pants, like the, much like clown pants, they aren't like tight to the body. No. Like they come out, like this, like this, whatever this top looped, like velcroed, like built in belt, like flip over thing is, it like sticks out from the body. So the, yeah, the harness situation is working like clown pants. Like there's like a hoop in here. <laughs> like it's, yeah. I, yeah, because they don't, it's not even just that the bottom part is like wide leg or anything. The top yeah. of it is is wide hipped. I don't know. I don't understand it. I yeah, I'm I I can't. I can't. I can't. <laughs> like the whole thing is nothing but fucking kooky. Is Jen secretly a clown? <laughs> <laughs> this is her day job, but by night she's just... <laughs> Coco, the clown. <laughs> I I I can't. <laughs> like it's so fucking insane. I, I like. I just don't. I don't. I don't know what the story is. <laughs> but immediately when I saw them, I'm like, this must be the scene because I have no clue what just happened. <laughs> now it's Ugh, insanity. So somehow we had to go on with the episode <laughs> after that scene. Yeah. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> I couldn't stop thinking about those stupid pants. No. How could you? How could you? Oh. Oh man. Okay. <laughs> I'm so, Brad just sent a gift. It was a gift of a gift. It was thank you. So very. I I don't even <laughs> too much. All right. So the next morning, the townspeople were working together to rig up fireworks and gas lines and all the thing. And Henry's taken a sniper position because <laughs> apparently he's a sharpshooter. So um, and Ben tells Addison that. Uh, what he knows from the 21st century goes a long way in 1879. Addison says that she can't bear to lose Ben again. She, like, really just wants him to fight McDonough. I'm like, yeah. clearly, if you're asking Ben, who cannot shoot anything or anybody except himself, and you want him to fight McDonough, like, that's how you're going to lose Ben. Like, if yeah. anything, you should just tell Ben, like, hey, just fucking run. Like, just run. Like, because, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, because Addison is all about killing people. Well, of course she is. She's uh, she's the villain. Just crazy. Um, can we talk about McDonough's shoes? <laughs> oh, where, where's this? I'm at 34, 32. I don't think I noticed those shoes. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I, um, like, I think I was still of... in shock from the pants. <laughs> that is... He, so what we've got here, you know, we've all heard one, two, buckle my shoe. <laughs> Well, what about, um, one, two, three, four, five, have some more, um... <laughs> got five five buckle it's a five buckle situation here on each so it's ten buckles because it's got to be five on yeah. each shoe so ten buckles that takes a lot of effort in the morning to put on i mean like did does he have is this like a does he have like a forrest gump like like leg brace situation <laughs> like what's what's happening i mean if this was jen i would understand oh that explains it <laughs> she's got like a she's got a leg brace on that she's trying to conceal Dude, with if varying they levels do of not pants. start explaining themselves with those pants <laughs> she she wears and every episode she wears crazy pants. I'm just gonna assume something is wrong with with the bottom half of this actress. Well, it turns out Jen is actually three children <laughs> and, a and a trench coat. Yeah, uh, but yeah, everyone else in the scene kind of cowboyish style boots, and then yeah, you've got this guy, Daddy Leather, over here. I don't know what is happening <laughs> with these shoes. Yeah, this is that is wild. Going to a punk show after this. Yeah. 
I just am like, how did I not notice this before? And I, it clearly is because I couldn't get past the pants. Um, all right. So the warning church bells are there as Chris brought out, uh, which I, of course, was not going to notice at all. But Chris uh, counted less bells due to commercial break. <laughs> Um, but yeah, McDonough's there with his men and Valentina, and there's no townspeople around, and McDonough figures that Ben chickened out, which is really shitty to think about, <laughs> like, that he really did leave his granddaughter. Yeah. Um, but Ben strides out of the saloon and tells McDonough that he's giving him one last chance to turn himself in peaceful-like. I love, I love when Ben walks out. He's so hardcore about it. I love this actor. <laughs> Oh, he's great. He's great. And I like that Addison is standing there, like, ready to murder people, because that's clearly what she wants to do. But she's a hologram and cannot do anything. Thankfully. Uh, Thankfully. Kills her. Yeah. Um, McDennis is absolutely... Uh, so Henry goes ahead and like all the fireworks happen. Henry shoots one of the guys. Frankie lights a gas so, Okay, line. here's the thing. Okay. They make it very clear before. Hey, make sure you don't kill anybody. We need to take them in alive. Yeah. But like that one guy go- gets shot and goes down and he stays down. And I'm like, wait, did they already fuck it up? <laughs> <laughs> I think I was it was supposed to be that, that he hit his arm and he went down. But yeah. Yeah, he doesn't move though. <laughs> so, I mean, I assume because they don't mention it again. But I was like, oh man, they've already fucked themselves over by accidentally <laughs> killing one of the guys um i love uh frankie just lights the town up which does a little match thing i like that scene i like her slow walking from behind the thing yeah setting everything on fire um that's a cool actress that actress i really like her uh Mm -hmm. there's gas bombs being thrown through the balcony everyone's running around and i I like that mcdonough ends up in this metal cage (laughs) the blacksmith made it's great um and mcdonough threatens to shoot uh the guy but ben and henry arrive and ben tells mcdonough he won't let him shoot him and the new sheriff henry is there but one of the guys gets drug off by a horse like i'm sorry between shoot guy and dragged off by a horse guy <laughs> like i i like i'm think you're taking a lot of chances with these people not being dead well is it an emo horse though because you know emo horses give up and just start crying after a while <laughs> oh that's true that's that's true um, yeah, so Henry... <laughs> somebody somebody ran up and took the horse's journal right after that <laughs> and started weeping. And then made fun of him for that journal. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, this whole thing with my like... Poems, my poems, my poems! <laughs> what sad sack poems is a horse <laughs> writing about? <laughs> It would be amazing. I would love... Guys, if anyone has a sad sack horse poem, uh, please feel free to send those in. Maybe you will win our sad sack horse poem contest that we are officially announcing right now. Um... <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, McDonald, uh, you know, tosses the gun down because new Sheriff Henry's there. Um, and then he says, well, maybe we could work something out. And Henry's like, yeah, we're going to work out getting this fucking reward in your face. <laughs> so uh, Valentina runs over and says, you know, thanks for saving the town, Grandpa. And uh, he tells her that um, she and, you know, what he and the townspeople did and everything. And they hug and Addison looks on and Ben smiles at her and says, I told you I didn't have to kill fucking people. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. Seriously. Um, 
so Kavita's talking to Magic Magic uh, and tells him that like she knows she knows what happened Ben leaps unauthorized and she wasn't sure until she started talking to everybody but everyone was acting super weird and sketch and so <laughs> clearly that's what happened and um, she believes in the project but it's compromised and now they're gonna have to shut it down and Magic says well look we can't even bring Ben back if that happens and <laughs> like what are we gonna do and she's like oh that's up to the committee to decide so you're on the committee yeah like you you're you're one of the committee and you're like, like the you only one about? on the committee that even knows about this so you could just keep your fucking mouth shut which is what happens but you know what i'm saying yeah. like it's like you're just gonna leave this guy out there to fucking leap through time and space forever i guess i mean they left sam i know i know and wasn't the whole thing is like you know they're getting this project back up and running and it's like don't you want two guys just out there leaping around? Yeah. I mean, uh, for nothing else, like, you need to keep an eye on people that are traveling through time. Yeah. yeah. Like, what do they fuck around and do shit that you don't want them like, to do? Like, save a whole town. <laughs> yeah. Like, seriously. Like, you could find yourself not having been born. <laughs> like, if you if you don't get them under control. Ugh. Um, so the magic calls out Kavita and says, oh, I know what happened to your brother. <laughs> Which is kind of like real terrible thing to like be like, oh well, you know, we'll help get your brother back. Like, I, it's just kind, of, it, it, it's yeah, not great. It's, it's not great. This blackmailing story. <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah, it's a lot. And I, I mean, lot. so I get why Magic did not want to have to do that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, well, and I do like the like he because Jen brought it like, hey, here's 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 the thing. Uh, um, you can you can use this to blackmail her, and Magic's like, oh, maybe I can turn it and not go yeah. with the dark away with it because yeah the whole thing is like uh like 10 years prior her and her brother were in college and they got drunk and did some joyriding it was a car accident and the brother died um but uh the these they covered up the fact that she was actually the one that was driving yeah. so magic's like hey and she's like well are you trying to blackmail and he's like hey no 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 this is project quantum leap we time travel what if we could go back and make that happen so that your brother didn't die yeah like you guys just never even got in the car yeah Ugh. Like, I, that's a terrible thing to, yeah, like... to, like, dangle in front of a person. Yeah, but I I mean, at least it's better than, hey, I'm gonna blackmail you because you killed your brother and covered it up. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely, <laughs> but also, I just feel bad because obviously they clearly have no intention of doing that, and it's just real yeah. shitty. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we end up doing that, though, at some point. We'll see. We'll see. Like, it come, I, I could see that one coming back, or like being one of those weird, unintentional things with the leap, like, okay, they're I, doing fine. something, and it's like, yeah. somehow they stop some kids from getting going out and drinking and it turns out it's them i don't let's know let's see if that never comes back <laughs> yeah I, but i think it's such an easy one yeah. i think i think we'll get it at some point before this assuming you know the series goes on for you know more than 18 episodes i think we can come back to this we can i just don't know if they will <laughs> that's yeah i'm my sure concern. and if they don't like i'm f if they come back to it like you're saying i actually would be semi okay with this but my concern is they're not and that's just a shitty thing to oh yeah that's terrible tell that's somebody terrible. Um, that's like, yeah, that's like Sylvia Brown shit. Like, oh, you you want to talk to your exactly. dead relative? Yeah. Like, hey, oh, you, oh, your your dead brother that you feel guilty about? Yeah, we might be able to make it so he didn't die. Yeah, yeah, and I don't, and I don't want, I don't like them playing with that. But, but no, I mean, no, but no, if no, they no. do come back to it, which they absolutely can, I think I'd be more okay with it. And like, even if it was like, okay, and Magic saying something like, "This is why we do this." Yeah. <laughs> Versus the evil uh, Abraham Lincoln killing. <laughs> yeah. 
1879, everyone's gathered at Saloon. Valentina proposes a toast to Ben, the savior of salvation. Um... Henry says that at some point the reward money will uh, only last so long. And it's like, yeah, because it's only... I mean, even in 1879, the $10,000 and how much of that are you paying to the railroad? Like, exactly. Um, so, you know. Uh, Addison tells Ben that there's a copper mine and will be helpful when the telephone is perfected. So Ben tells the townspeople and Addison confirms that the copper mine will put salvation on the map. Um, again, changing the course of history of this entire town twice in one episode. <laughs> yeah, wild, like wild changes to history here. <laughs> Insanity. It really is kooky. <laughs> Um, I kind of love it. Like this whole idea of the whole, of everything is just funny to me. <laughs> like, no. All right, all right. Show about time travel. <laughs> um, ben tells Addison that he remembers how much he cares about Addison, even though he doesn't remember their first date. And then they can start over and make new memories. It's super sweet. My heart was like, oh, they're so cute. Um, and then one of the supposed townspeople comes up, addresses Ben by his name, Ben, and tells him to stop following him or he'll kill him. And then Ben leaps before he can say anything. So Chris thinks evil leaper. Claire also messaged us and thinks evil leaper. I didn't think evil leaper. Did you think evil leaper right away? I I just thought secondary leaper and something else happening. And I also thought, oh, I wonder if like part of this is Janice, like with someone she's working on the side with with Ziggy like yeah I think yeah I think the options are we've got we got well a Sam Beckett is an option absolutely I Um, thought Sam Beckett (laughs) Sam Beckett's an option evil leaper is an option Janice is an option person that Janice is working with is an option um or or yeah other leaper yeah all these are options are someone that is either um was leaping before or after this time we don't know where they the way they're coming from yeah 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 because i mean literally this episode having changed a town twice over of their original yeah. timeline that could have created something way in the future happening and project quantum leap having actually been successful and maybe there are multiple leapers yeah. like literally from what happened in this episode or what if it's no noses children <laughs> just trying to make sure that they exist <laughs> Love it. Love it. So I, it's kind of, I, I obviously I thought, well, potentially an evil leaper, but that's not sure. like the first place my mind went to for whatever reason. Uh, yeah. And it uh, clearly could be, but mm-hmm. also the way he addressed Ben was like, Hey, just stop following me, which I feel like the evil leapers yeah. were more after Sam. Yeah, definitely. They were trying to put wrong what Sam put right. Exactly. And so he would have been following Ben and not the other way around. Maybe this guy thinks or later. Lady, who knows? This person thinks that Ben is the evil leaper. Exactly. And this is where we come into um, my thoughts. Okay, go ahead. Because my thinking is, yeah, I think that I think that's the scenario. I think that this person thinks that Ben is an evil leaper. Now, here are my thoughts. I think I think what Janice and Ben were trying to do is to figure out who the mole is in Project Quantum Leap. That's why she's trying to use Ziggy to figure out what they're up to. Because I think there's somebody in Project Quantum Leap that is uh, uh, somebody somebody um, that's working against them. I don't know, Evil Leaper or just like other organization or whatever. Um, because I think that's that's why like Ben was doing all this stuff in secret because they don't know who they can trust. Yeah. And like when you break it down, I think it's most likely Addison. <gasps> oh 
my god, what if Addison was going to be an evil leaper? I mean, I yeah, I think either, either she was supposed to be an evil leaper or like she's giving the information yeah. to like the people that are being making the evil leap or whatever. There's there's something going on and like yeah. <gasps> Brad, and I love because it. If, <laughs> yeah, and if she was supposed to be the evil leaper and whoever this person is thinks that an evil leaper is following them yeah. because it was originally supposed to be Addison and she's working with whatever this organization is. Yeah. And that's why Ben leaped, uh, leapt before, so they, he could try to keep all of this from happening. Yeah, and I don't know if Ben would know about Addison being the evil leaper necessarily, other than he right. just knows there's a mole. Right. And then it's going to be super sad and heartbreaking when he finds out. Brad, I'm going to exactly. cry. I know, I know. But I'm like, <laughs> I I don't I don't think it's going to be Jen now, because like, no. Jen no, was Jen, like an ex-con. Jen has too many issues with fashion. Yeah. <laughs> Jen, Jen, Jen's an ex-con. They're, they're not going to, they're not gonna go for her like we've yeah. already got her backstory a little bit i was like it's it's ian or addison it's not gonna be magic no it's not gonna be it's, magic. so i think it's like it's it's either ian or addison and i'm like no, it we're not gonna sense. we're not gonna make ian the villain no come on no it makes sense that it's it's addison yeah yeah white woman white woman i mean come on come on it's the karen yeah and honestly <laughs> like i really i even though i'm not like enjoying the addison character as much this episode in particular mm-hmm. um i actually really like this actress and i think like she She's got great face acting. Mm -hmm. And so if she turns out to be evil, like, oh, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Um, Yeah. Or, you know, it could be a situation she's being being manipulated and sure, doesn't realize. Sure. And so then we can do a whole, like, we can do it, like, we can redeem her and bring her back or whatever. Because, like, she's still the one that's going to be connected to Ben. Unless, yeah. you know, Janice finds a way to be connected to Ben. Um, But I, you know, I don't know. But I think, yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. <gasps> I think I we're going to redeem Janice it. and bring her into the fold. And, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, because... I- yeah, I, and the more I just... She's also a bloodthirsty killing machine, yeah. so... And the more I think about it, the more this evil leaper thing just does not make sense to me. Like, like this this random person that we've never met before, that person being the evil leaper. It just doesn't make any sense. So yeah. I just am not sure why everyone <laughs> just wants to assume that that person is an evil leaper. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Ben leapt to keep the evil leaper, Addison, from leaping. Yeah. Oof, I like that. I hope that that's what comes... That's what happens, so... That's my vote for the show. Hey, writers. <laughs> if you haven't figured out the season yet, that's that's what I'd like for it to happen. Listen, let's rewind what Brad said and then write all that down. <laughs> Do that. Do that, please. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's talk about, I mean, <laughs> do you have to even say work dress? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Come on. It was, it was show stopping. <laughs> It's so it's shocking. It's shocking. Listen, there are d- certainly times that I take screenshots, um, you know, of fashions yeah, as yeah. we're going through the episode. There has been no time that I've taken three <laughs> screenshots of the same outfit, <laughs> trying to work it out. Also, I took another one, um, just as we were talking, uh, from that last scene where we get another <laughs> shot of the full outfit. And geez. yeah, I couldn't figure it out. Even like when it came back out in the last scene, no. I was just like, I still don't get it. And Joe's Mm-mm. right; it has like a pouch in the front like she can stick all kinds of things in those pants <laughs> yeah because there's it's the the front of the pants is so far away from her body <laughs> those pants are just staying up by themselves and sheer willpower 
Well, that's why there's a harness. Uh, <laughs> there's, that's why there's a whole harness situation geez. that's connected down to the pants somehow. I d- but, I could, but I couldn't figure that out either. I couldn't figure out how those that harness was connected to the pants. Yeah, well, I think because like the, the belt part, I think then it keeps going. I think it extends down as well. And that must connect to the to. pants. It has to. Otherwise, how? Like how? probably all the way down, all the way down the leg. All, all the way down the <laughs> leg. In multiple places with like five straps on each leg. Oh, my God. <laughs> She's actually <laughs> underneath wearing those buckles, yeah. buckled boots that the guy... That McDonough's wearing at the end. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, yeah, uh, she's wearing it. She's, uh, I, yeah. So I would love to see what this costume piece looks like, like just of itself. Like, who's the costume designer in this show? Like, I mean, I know the one from the old show is on Twitter and like <laughs> amazing and just throwing off some angry tweets. Yeah. But uh, um, who's the current costume designer? And we'll, Can we talk to them? We'll like block people in a second. <laughs> Oh, so brutal. Like, also not a fan of the new show, but like, I get it. I get it. You're con- you're personally connected to the old show, yeah. so. But I, I don't and think he, they've has he finally watched it? Because originally he hadn't even watched it. He'd just not heard good things about it, so he wasn't. He didn't watch oh, it. So th- that may be the case. I just yeah, I just checked. and I was like, oh, it doesn't seem to be. Doesn't I? But like, I mean, he's just he's 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 kind of a cranky. Oh, absolutely. Character. He abs. That's so, why I love him. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. That's why I love him too. So, but I was like, because uh, I was like, I we all, I, I remember being aware of the person was like, oh, we should probably try to actually see if we get them on yeah. the podcast because I bet that would be fun to talk to. But now I'm like, oh well, too late. We missed our chance. Yeah. Um, I don't see on IMDb the maybe I'm missing them because I've j- I, you know what I just looked at this. Yeah. Um, I just looked at the one episode. Let me see if I can just go. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm gonna message them on Twitter and be like, can we just talk about Jen's pants? Just, like, what's up? Yeah. Like what. Do you? I've never wanted to like you know use Twitter to to talk to someone in entertainment, but this one I just have questions. Why do you hate this actress? <laughs> like what's what's the explanation? Okay, costume series, costume d- design, Genevieve Terrell, lots of, and then there's the whole costume coordinator, supervisors, all that stuff. Sure. There's all the people, but it looks like the design is Genevieve Terrell. And let's see what else Genevieve Genevieve worked on. Entourage, uh, Freaky Friday with Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> uh, oh, the movie Swingers, awesome, fun stuff. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, worked in costumes for a long time. Has worked in costumes for a long time. They should know better than those pants. I I still think I'm like this actress had to have done something. Uh, that's the only. That's the only explanation. Um, what about Beth? Stress, Brad. <sighs> I mean, uh, I, apparently everyone loves uh, loves a uh, uh, Ben in Western wear. Meh, meh. I'm whatever. I liked. Uh, I would say Frankie, the saloon lady, but then she has that choker on. Yeah, I don't like the choker. I know. Can't support that. I know. It's very disappointing because um, I liked everything else. Yeah. Um, Although, what does she have on the? Because in the end, she's wearing something slightly different. Maybe she took off the choker. How did she lose the see. choker? Is she at at the end? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just seeing Valentina and going. There's no way she's 15. <laughs> <laughs> no. When do we see her yeah, again? Yeah, I don't know if we see her again. Okay. Well, I tried, Frankie Saloon Girl. I just liked you as a character. God, those pants. <laughs> yeah. I accidentally saw them again. <laughs> Oof, I'm so sorry. Uh, ah, still in a choker. Damn still in it. a choker. Why? <sighs> uh, yeah, there's not <laughs> anyone else that really sounds stands out. No. I mean, this. Oh, I, I like I like uh, um um I like Chinese uh, Chinese boy <laughs> playing doctor. 
He's got the little bowler cap and the little bowler hat and the uh, and a you know and the neckerchief. That's fun. Oh yeah, that's fine. That's uh, yeah, bad. his bowler cap, his bowler hat is fun, and he's able to pull it off. Good on him. Yeah. Everyone tried that at some point. It did not work out for ninety nine percent of people. So good on him for yeah. <laughs> pulling that yeah. off. Um, all right, fine. Well, let's go with him. Let's go with him. All right. Um, who won and who lost? Oh, wait, I take it all back. I take oh. it all back. Um, new, new sheriff. New sheriff with a purple shirt. Yeah. I just feel like, like his that. little handkerchief thing around his neck is so teeny tiny. That's yeah, my only... Pr- that. that really that. is my only problem with his look, because everything else is great, actually. I really like the all purple right. on him, but it's all just right. a little teeny thin yeah, thing. It yeah. really throws me off every time he's on screen. Um, because I just think why couldn't they just get him a full one like everybody fucking else is wearing? <laughs> Truth. Um, all right, who won and who lost? I feel like Kavita lost, honestly. She came, she saw, she thought she was conquering. She thought she was gonna like be able to shut this shit down. And then they kind of like dangled this dead brother in front of her. Yeah, I mean... <sighs> But she doesn't know she lost. She thinks she's gonna win. She thinks she may get her brother back from the dead, which I don't, I don't, like, in the long run, I think that's definitely losing, but I don't, uh. Yeah, what if he ends up being, like, the next serial killer or something? We don't know what his life would have been. He's gonna turn out to be Ringo Starr? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I was like, who was that? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Damn it, Ringo Starr. (laughs) Motherfucker. Well, maybe, maybe No Nose's children uh, can stop him from his killing sprees. <laughs> the true heroes of this show. Well, okay. If she didn't lose, Claire thinks Addison won because she got to wear a wedding ring. And I'm like, no, Addison can't win mm-hmm. this episode. I'm sorry. No, she's also the villain. Come yeah. On. <laughs> sorry. Um, you know what? Jen won. Because why? Because she's a fucking hero. That's why. <laughs> Yeah. And she had those awful pants. But she, she survived. But she wears them with confidence. She wears them with confidence. She's, she lives to wear pants another day. Like, Jen is such a fucking badass. She's like, yeah, I'm so hot. I can wear these pants. I mean, and I have to, like, just whisper, no, no, you can't. <laughs> but you know what? Yeah. You you do you, boo. We'll no, judge you for I it because that's confidence. what we do. But, you know. That's fine. Also, bravo on hacking those bitcoins. Exactly. Exactly. Jen won. Jen's a winner. Who lost? (sighs) I mean, Addison didn't get any kills in. (laughs) True. Addison saw no blood spills. We didn't get to see it, but that horse might have lost because his uh, (laughs) book of poetry was stolen. (laughs) Oh, no. That poor horse. Um, who did lose? I mean, I mean, did uh, Congresswoman lose? Did who? Congresswoman? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think she did. I think she did. Oh, I guess, um, like, fucking outlaws. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, absolutely. Five Strap McGee. Yeah. They were going to lose anyway, but they didn't know it. But they yeah. definitely were going to lose regardless, and they definitely lose Definitely. Now. Yeah. All right. Brad, would you like to tell me what is happening on the next episode of Quantum Leap? Oh, yes. Next episode is coming up shortly. Oh, boy. Oh, no. So, uh, this oh, I'm interested yeah. in. Yeah. Uh, what a disaster! Exclamation <laughs> point. 
terrible. This, okay, because this is the episode, guys, this, just so you know, this is the episode that was going to be the pilot. Yes. So they somehow reworked into episode six. Um, if you were going to call your pilot episode, what a disaster, exclamation point. It was a good thing I you mean, moved it. It was a good thing you moved it. <laughs> good thing you moved it, um, but also don't put an exclamation mark in your <laughs> title of your episode. Um, also, hot tip as someone who is currently uh, reading resumes and interviewing people, don't put an exclamation point in your cover letter. Ooh. Or multiple. <laughs> so. Ooh. Egregious. Um, ben and Addison find themselves in San Francisco during the historic 1989 earthquake. As the city continues to crumble with aftershocks, Ben must try to mend a family in chaos. Jin and Ian search for clues to an unsettling mystery about Addison being the villain. Yeah, how's Addison going <laughs> to cover that shit up? Yeah, I, I am very curious to see how they reused footage and what they had to reshoot to make this episode six. Yeah, I mean, they clearly had to rework stuff to make the what ended up as the pilot the pilot mm-hmm. but some of that i do feel like oh like even the um the engagement party all that that probably would have stayed the same um and then him leaping right away so like the, the first four minutes that everyone was so angry about that would have stayed the same <laughs> but you know some of the things he even says during the leap or whatever like there's there's some in-between things that i feel like you had to have changed that because this is this is his first leap and so that's why he's saying some of these things so I'm wondering in this next episode what they had to change out because now he's been leaping six times now. Yeah. And, and he just met yeah. a new leaper. Exactly. Yeah. So I feel like they had to rework. They had to have reworked a lot of things, but we'll see. We'll see. It'll be interesting. Um, yeah. So yeah, good stuff. So I, I am enjoying this show. I look forward to it every week. So this is good times. Yeah. It's good. And, it's and good now week. with this new theory that Brad has, I'm like now even I'm going to be like eyeballing Addison so much harder. Absolutely. And if it doesn't turn out and it's someone else, I'll be like, ah, I should have been watching that person the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> It's all good. All right, guys. Well, with that, we're out. Bye. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. If you want to send us feedback, you can contact us via mail at cowfashioncast.com. Send us all your feedback. You can find us on Twitter at cowfashioncast. And you can find us on Facebook under Calavici Fashioncast. You can find me on the Ramjack podcast and on Twitter and Instagram at B-R-A-D-C-U-P-P-L-E-S. You can find me on the Defenders podcast and Twitter and Etsy at Maya Fire. You can also find me on the Defenders podcast and find me on Twitter at Tammy Yip and Instagram at Tammy Yipster. Why we stop? When you see a black man on a horse going that fast, you just gotta let him fly. You right. That's a horse horse. That is a horse horse. Uh, daddy? That was rough. Ah, It should be fine. 
We'll settle in here for the night. I don't know, man. And last time I was here, they weren't too welcoming outsiders. Yeah. You're with me this time. Everything's gonna be all right. Children off the animal, please. That's his property. We don't, we don't do that. You know what I mean? I apologize about that. You have a good day. Get off my car. Can't nobody tell me nothing. You can't tell me nothing. Can't nobody tell me nothing. Can't nobody tell me nothing. Spend a lot of money on my brand new guitar Baby's got a habit, diamond rings and Fendi sports bras Riding down Rodeo in my Maserati sports car Got no stress, I've been through all that I'm like a Marlboro man, so I kick on back Wish I could roll on back to that old town road I wanna ride till I can't go that fast in my life. Never. Gone, gone. Right. Faster than a speeding bullet. Faster than a speeding bullet? 
with grease on it. With grease on it. Hair grease. Hair grease. Look at him go. Boogity, boogity, boogity. Boogity, boogity, boogity. Boogity. Boogity.